Hey, so welcome to our podcast, School Playbook. We are a bunch of high school seniors looking to help other school students. This is our first episode, and we are giving introductions of ourselves and our first week of school experiences. So my name's David, also known as Dave, and I'm the producer of this podcast. You won't hear me much, but some things I enjoy are playing guitar, frisbee, and I also like reading. Now let's hear about Cam. Hi, I'm Cameron, or Cam. Uh, I like to play video games, I like to read books, stuff like that. Um, Let's hear about Josh. Hi, I'm Josh. Um, I'm pretty sportsy, and I love diving into philosophical ideas. Let's hear from Michael. Alrighty, well, thank you. I'm pretty much the same. I love philosophical discussions, sports, um, learning new things, instruments, music. Um, I'd like to consider myself kind of, you know, an average high school student. So, on to Logan. Hi, I'm Logan. Um, I enjoy reading, video games, weightlifting, and I also enjoy philosophical ideas. I don't know. Back to you. Thank you, Logan. So, Michael, would you care to explain how our new school system is working? Yeah, so it's actually pretty interesting. A lot of the the schools in our district and area are just doing half days, but all the students are returning all at once every day. Whereas our school has kind of split us up by last name, A uh, A through J, and then K through Z. So A through J will go to school on Monday and Wednesday, and then the other half of the alphabet will go on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then Friday is just kind of a day where any student can go. The school is open for, you know, help with assignments or questions with teachers. Um, And so, yeah, we only, for my last name, I only go to school on Monday and Wednesday, and I have some online classes on the off days that I'm not there, but I also go to a technical school. And that's every day. So it's been kind of weird to, to be able to sleep in every other day, almost. Um, definitely an interesting experience compared to a lot of other high schoolers. So the way our school is, is doing it is pretty unique. Yeah, so and like the other schools in the district, they are decreasing the amount of time you spend at school. So everyone is still going there. Everyone's required to wear a mask, but it's like the same amount of people in the school. It's just less time you're spending at school. So that's a very different take from the rest of the schools in our school district and generally the state. Yeah, I don't know how their states are doing it. We'd like to hear you guys' feedback. What is, you know, outside of Utah, what are you guys doing? I'm just gonna leave it at that. That's what our school is doing. I'm gonna pass it back to Dave. All right, thanks, Michael. Um, So Logan, how was your first week of school experience? Um, So the first week of school was actually, it was fun. And it was interesting to see kind of the format. So uh, going into my first period and just getting to like kind of see. So the first thing that you notice is um, for each classroom, there's been put like, you know, the blue painter's tape on each of the chairs in between so that people are required to social distance, which is, you know, expected of us as we go to the schools. And it's just it's really odd. And then the other thing that was really interesting to see is just the how small our numbers are. Our school isn't that large anyway, and so seeing our classes be diminished from, you know, we usually have a basic about 25 to 30 students within a class, and they're getting minimized to about, I don't know, 10 to 15 students is what it feels like. And it's just, it's a very interesting situation because it just, it feels kind of, you know, it feels very isolated, you know, very much the idea that you would think of as isolated. And so, uh... That was really interesting to see. The Everybody was wearing masks. And that wasn't really an issue for me. I know that some people have an issue with wearing their masks. You know, there's a thing called mask knee where it's like people have issues with uh, breakouts and whatnot related to the moisture and etc. But 
I didn't really have a problem with mine. I don't think anybody else had a problem with theirs. It's just like when you go outside, I was able to take it off, you know, because it just isn't, you know, as big of a deal. And then it was just, it was just a great feeling to be back at school. You know, with all of this stuff going on for the last couple of months, it's been very difficult to have routine. You know, everything feels like it's, for me, it feels like everything was the same day. And it feels like it was just like, you know, next day, oh, I'm finally going to school again. So to have that routine back is actually really, um, I'm really glad for it. And I'm really glad to go back to school to be able to see my friends to do this podcast um, and other things. And yeah, it's been pretty great. Yeah, just to add on to that, honestly, um, I feel like the the very first day we came back to school, like the air was different. It was like, there was no hype, no, okay, let's do this, guys. We're going to have a blast. It's going to be so much fun. How was your summer? Okay, we can do this. There was none of that. It was just like, welcome back. Yeah, was- We're going to have a school. And then, like... <laughs> I feel that. It was pretty solid. Every, everyone just coming back was just expected to walk through the doors, hand sanitized, and just go straight to their classrooms. And it was really just it, you know? Yeah, and that was stuff. interesting for me. So I don't go for the first half of the school day anyways, and so I joined during lunch. So for me, I just got here and people were already outside eating lunch. And so I just joined some friends and then went to school. And that was pretty much it for me. So I didn't really have that experience. And for me, I just, yeah, I just went to my classes and that was it, went home. And the off days had online school. Yeah. And for me, because I don't have school for the first half of the day, it was a really weird transition for me because it still feels like summer, but then I also got to remind myself, no, I still got to go to school. And so I still have like time to sleep in-ish because I go to a technical school in the morning, but then I join halfway through the school day. And so it doesn't even really feel like I'm going to school. One of the, yeah, one of the biggest things, and I like what Josh said, you know, there's a different feeling in the air. You can definitely feel that there's something different. And I feel like that feeling is just the fact of school is very much a social environment. It's a place where you can connect with other students and be and create connections with teachers. You can have time to be with each other, create memories that are at the school. And it's, you know, it's a very limited time. High school is a very fun time that you get to do stuff. And for all of us as seniors, you know, it's we have this last year and we want to make the most of it. And to have that feeling of you just it's it's a strict routine of you hand sanitize, you social distance and you go straight to class you don't really have the opportunity to be with other friends. And so I think for this next, for these next couple of weeks, we're probably going to have to learn, you know, how to um, interact with students in a different way that, you know, we can still have that social environment in a way that, you know, is respectful to the policies that have been put in place to protect us from mm-hmm. this virus. Yeah. With the exception of you are not required to have a mask outside seen as like you're, like the risk of you getting it outside is a lot lower. It's um, it's mostly inside. So you're required to wear a mask on the outside. So during lunch, you go outside and you can take off your mask and talk to your friends. But on the inside, it's a lot different where it's like you feel like you need to stay away from everyone. In fact, they'll go up to you in the halls and tell you to go find a different classroom to eat lunch in or go outside instead of lingering in the hallways because they're definitely trying to cut down the number of people that interact with each other inside the school building. Um, so it is... It is difficult to connect with people, especially if you have a technical class, right? So for me, I I have morning classes at school, and then I leave to go to CNA courses. Uh, But it's really difficult because they they kind of overlap, so I have to leave early. So I don't really get to eat lunch with anybody. I eat on the way, on my drive. 
Um, and so it's it's definitely weird to, to be in a school. You know your friends or some of your friends are in the building, but you don't interact with them. It's just strange. So I'm passing back to Dave. Thank you. So uh, let's ask Josh. Were there any things that you disliked about our new school system or that you think could have been for the better? Um, yeah, definitely. I didn't... Uh, my Probably my biggest problem is the social distancing um, and, it, like, the strict regulations on it. I've had multiple experiences. I remember at one point our uh, principal came up to uh, me, Michael, and Logan. We were just chilling in the halls and uh, just talking before school has started, and she came up to us and she was like, okay, you guys have to go to your classes, and if they aren't open yet, you just got to wait, wait, wait by the door, you know? Um, and it was like, hey, we can't socialize at all. We can't talk to our friends, even though we're all wearing a mask. And um, I had another experience where I was in the library um, helping my friend study for uh, calculus. And, like, I'm just sitting next to her. I'm not, like, touching her or anything, you know. And we're both wearing masks. And um, I'm sitting in the library, and then I'm just helping her, you know. And then uh, the librarian, he's like, you have to social distance, and I'm like, can I just help her with her? And then he cuts me off, and he's like, social distance, okay? And I'm like, okay. So then I, you know, like, scooch back, like, five feet, and then my friend has to end up, like, passing me her uh, questions on her homework, and she's like, okay, how do I do this? <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, it's pretty... I just... Uh, it removes, like, the sociality of school almost entirely. And yeah, we're like a very social people. And so for us, like all this happening, when you don't get to like talk to your friends or even be able to like talk to each other, like helping each other, it makes this really difficult. So this is a really interesting time, I guess. I just feel really bad for the younger kids in, in you know, elementary school and stuff like that. Imagine the sort of like stuff you're not allowed to you know interact or i wonder what recess is like i don't have yeah imagine recess recess. i mean at the playgrounds like you want to play tag that's one of the that's one of my favorite games that i played when i was at elementary school and like you're gonna have teachers screaming social distancing like you can't you can't go up to like you can't go up to your other friends you can't play games that are like interactive you know like people i don't know it's just it's a very it's weird. And I don't like yeah. calling it when people call it like the new normal because it's, it's nothing about this situation is normal at no, all. Um, but yeah, our, our school, our school's handling of it. I mean, they've been pretty cautious. Uh, we've had to wipe down our desks. Every I feel time like, yeah, so our, the purpose ends. of like us doing this is to make it safer for people and to decrease risk. And as that for that purpose, I feel like our school has done very well, mm-hmm. um, especially schools, yeah. yeah, especially concerned, like concerning most schools, like other schools in our district, when they've just decreased the time that doesn't hit the mark on decreasing risk because all the students, like all the students are required to wear masks. Great. But when you decrease the amount of time, it doesn't matter. You're still with people. If someone has it, someone's going to get it. But um, And so you can't social distance when everyone's there. And when you have the decreased time, as much as I think it's great that people are going back to school, if your whole mark is to like decrease risk, you miss the mark. The mark was this target and you're a stormtrooper. You really miss. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's really interesting that they ask you to wipe down stuff. Like, we've been asked to wipe down our desks, our computers, and other stuff that we go to, and, like, teachers have to wipe down our chairs and stuff. One of the things about this virus is that it is a virus that's transmuted It's transmuted by air. It How it 
passes through people is by the air, and it's not by direct contact or indirect contact. It's somewhat by air. It's by, like, water molecules coming from a respiratory Particulates. system. Because it's a respiratory virus. Right. And, and so, so... Like SARS or MERS. Yeah. In the and COVID so, like, family. Yeah. it doesn't last long on services, but when you're moving classes every... Like, when you have end class, and four minutes later there's a new class, that's... There's such... There's enough time for the virus to still transmit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so the wiping down... It's still, it's just like an extra precaution. And yeah. so it's, it is a nuisance, but it's also considering the mark that they're trying to hit, they're doing, I feel like our school is doing really well. And I think we also need to give our teachers and administrators credit for that because yes, it does suck. And I really hate this too, but it's also, you got to cut them some slack because our school, if they can't um, prove, what is it like? They're capable of just stopping. Yeah. Yeah. If they can't if they can't contact trace then our school has to shut down and so like all, all of our classes have to have um, a seating chart so that we can prove contact tracing in case yep. that there is an outbreak otherwise our school can't be in person and then we have to go back online and so considering everything that this is kind of like the best of the worst options yeah that is definitely true it, it's I agree. a pick your poison kind of a deal yeah yep yes yeah, so I'm going back to Dave so I'm going to ask Cameron this next one. How has your educational experience been different, and do you think it's better strictly educational-wise? Um, for me, I've liked it. I think that the education has gotten better in a way because we already had before this like 20 to 30 students in a class. And when you half it at least, that means you're going to get more one-on-one work with your teacher. And for me, for my math class, there's two people in my class. So it is a lot like one-on-one learning and I know that there's another student that had that is taking AP physics and he's the only person in that class and he's so he has the best situation possible with that class because he is the only one there and yeah it kind of sucks you don't have your other students there but you have like the teachers full attention on you and can help you with everything you need with that so honestly I think educational wise this is increased like we already had smaller classes which definitely helped with education but now that we have less students in class it means that the teacher can spend more time on students and what the students need so personally i think that this is great um i'm gonna have to actually disagree with you maybe for some classes like it could be more favorable like math or physics or a science class where it's just like memorization and confusions and like uh can you help me with this i don't really understand it but for stuff like our english and history classes you know we're talking a lot with our fellow peers and you know discussing topics and learning with each other and building upon each other and that has really um shot and like it's just it's not as engaging as it was and um i remember last year we had like some pretty cool conversations and the year before that sophomore year it was amazing like you know big socratic circles oh yeah it was like fantastic discussions and um like it is it's just amazing but now it's like all gone because there's all this this vibe of okay we can't really do anything in large numbers but i've seen some classes um you know go outside uh so you can do that sort of a thing just like freely yeah, and, uh, for my English class, English history class, we went outside and did um, some lessons on some different things so that we could 
have a better experience, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, I, I guess I agree with you. I feel like it kind of depends on the class. For like more mathematical classes or those kind of things, it would be a lot nicer to have less people so you can get more one-on-one -on -one work. Mm -hmm. But when you have things like English and history, it's a lot better to have bigger groups of people because you learn a lot more with groups, I guess. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, yeah, I agree with both your guys' statements and also disagree with some of them. For me, it's math that is a little trickier just because I've always struggled in math. And so having an AP Calc class, you know, having a shorter class of, of students is, is nice. But then on the off days when he does a Google Meets or Google Hangouts and you need to, to zoom into that and to, to try to listen and get the notes down, sometimes it can be hard to see the board. Or if you have questions, it's hard to ask because he's focusing on his other students in person. And so for me, getting those concepts down on the, on the days that I'm not there is a little more trickier than when I'm actually there. Yeah, so, and I would, yeah, I would totally agree with what you said and like kind of jumping back to what Josh said, but it also is what Michael said. It's, you're saying that we get one-on-one -on -one time with these teachers and there is a lot more, um, I don't know, how would you put it? You do have a lot more fluency with them, but at the same time, like for me personally, every teacher that I've had at this school has become in one way or another a mentor to me. And this year it has been very hard to create connections with them in a way that they can become a mentor for me because I don't get as much interaction with them as I would hope that I would. And you know, there is a fine line between having interaction online and having an interaction in person. You know, you know how you're, let's take FaceTime. Like if you're FaceTiming somebody, there are just some things that you can't say to them on FaceTime and be the same as saying it in person because there's just that there's that human emotion that comes out in a very different way and just not being able to have that for me is like what I kind of you know that's what's kind of throwing a curve in my learning other than that the learning has been great and I don't know I mean I would think it's the same I'm a major procrastinator and so it doesn't really change that as much oh yeah online school for me is like rough like yesterday was just a work day for me i had two homework assignments and throughout that entire day i got one of those two things done. nice yeah good job and senior no, year senior year but yeah <laughs> the senior it's just already been... kicking in oh, oh yeah. no it kicks Second in when school day. shut down honestly i woke yeah. up in bed getting ready to go to school i literally sat there and i had my first traces of senioritis if you don't pe if you people don't know what that is You'll learn when you get in senior year. Senioritis is defined as not wanting to do the work, so you're just going to, like, slough off. Yes. And, yeah, so, like, going back to the topic, yeah, it's kind of like a – it's hard to judge that because it's also, like, when you're online, you have a lot less motivation to do it when it's just you. I think it's, yeah, a case-by-case -case basis. With a lot of students, I think everyone's opinions will be, you know, slightly different in one way or another. Yeah. So going back to Dave, got anything else for us? So this is going to be our last question. Um, Josh, do you have any advice you have to give in dealing with the challenges this new unfamiliar change in students' lives brings? Uh, absolutely. Um, frankly, what's helped me the most is finding a friend, or multiple, frankly, and just dealing with it together. Um, like, with my study partners, um, you know, it's it's like... Just buckling down together and saying, okay, we need to get this done. Let's help each other out and we can do this. And frankly, that has helped me the most. When we went all online a couple weeks ago, back in March, 
a couple of months ago. I don't know why I said weeks, but um, <laughs> it's felt like weeks. Yeah, like time weeks. has blurred. <laughs> no, it's more felt like an eternity. I know. Anyway, um, you know, the best thing that helped me get through that was people following me up and saying like, "Hey, you keeping up on stuff?" And I would do the same to them. I ask them how it's going. Do you need any help? And we'd offer each other help. And that was that was by far the best thing to do. So my advice to you is find a friend and help each other out. Awesome. Uh, up to Michael there. for the outro. Perfect. So I think that's a great kind of challenge to leave off on that we'll definitely pick up when we start next week. But it's really exciting. Next week we'll be getting an administrator's take on the coronavirus and how everything's going for them on their side because I can assure you our teachers hate it just as much as we do. And they've had a different, they've had a way different view than us. We all know what our views are. And so we, th- we thought it would just be a great idea to go talk to the administrators. Yep. Perfect. Alrighty. We'll see you guys next time on the school playbook.